Good morning, Patriots. And it is Thursday, November 30th in the year 2023. Travel day for me. I'm going to be leaving in a little few hours here, heading back to Oregon, which will be nice to get back home. And all sorts of news from the ranch, too, which we'll talk about here in just a minute, which is good stuff. But, you know, I'm just reading through chat. And for those of you that aren't in chat, you need to join us. We have the best chat in the entire globe, I swear. And it's uh, it's all on Podbean. It's Podbean Live, for those of you that don't know. But just it's just the the community that we have. How many places in chat do you have people saying, glorious day, praise Jesus, good morning, everybody. This is a family. So join us over here in chat if you haven't been there. It is awesome and truly the best people ever, all loving Christ and all walking in the, in the light of the Lord, and it's wonderful. All right, Patriots, real quick, we, you know, we got to do it. We got to give our credit to our sponsors, which we love so dearly because they make all this very, very possible. And one of those things to be very concerned about right now and very really concerned about right now is food. And I, I talk about it seriously, and this is part of the reason we have such great sponsors is they're selected for a lot of the critical things that these psychopathic freaks like to try to take away from us. My Patriot Supply is America's number one supplier of emergency food. And they create products that help keep you alive, keep you well, keep you mentally focused during those times of crisis. The three-month emergency food kit is one of their one of their flagship products. It is enough for a family to sustain 2,000 calories a day with multiple meals for three months. And that's for each person. So you need to head on over to preparewithbards.com. Preparewithbards.com. That is our website there. And you will find the three-month emergency food kits and all of its great values that are there. And get that ordered for your family. Get one for each member of the family. Now, these are kits that will last 25 years on the shelf. And they're ready to go. Just add water and then you can start eating the food. It's fantastic. And it's exactly what you need as a baseline for your food product and food for emergency system for your home. And especially in the chaos that's today, we've seen it, whether it's with storms, whether it's fires, which I'm sure are all accidental and uh, just conveniently happen at the right time, especially in an election year, which we're coming up against. Make sure you're prepared. There's going to be displacement. There's going to be upheaval. We need to be prepared, and you need to have those foundations underneath you that if you have to grab and go, you have it. It's always there, never to worry. So, again, preparewithbards.com, preparewithbards.com, and check it out. Three-month emergency food kit by My Patriot Supply. You will not miss it. You order by order by 3 o'clock, and they're going to, or 1 o'clock, and they'll get it out the same day, free shipping. So it's fantastic. Again, preparewithbards.com. Check it out. Patriots, I've been doing a lot of prayer over the obviously over the last few days and really kind of focusing in. And I've been getting some amazing feedback as well from some of, of you about deliverance and the sort of real fight that we're in. And I'm starting to put together a pretty good uh, outline of the, of the types of things that we need to be digging more into. And definitely we need to be getting more information and more knowledge in the areas of deliverance and spiritual healing. That is super important for the fight that we're in. We also have to be working on the on our lives, and that begins at home. And I'm going to talk about that this morning, really about the anchoring in of what we need to be doing in our homes to begin to get more holiness in our lives and more worship for God. That includes things from fasting to prayer to just the the foundations of which we have to have in our life to move forward. And so. That also means growing food, raising animals, and being prepared for a, a way of living differently. Now, I've been talking about this for some time, but there's a lot of big things that are happening here coming up at the ranch. And this is the Bards Nation headquarters, 
which we're going to be turning into over the next year. We're going to be turning it into a training center, which is literally designed to prepare the saints for the work of the ministry. And part of that I'm extremely excited about is that we have the Cantrell family joining me up there, which they will be there for some time as they settle into not only learn the ways of doing small homesteading, 80 acres type homesteading or less, but also they are able to stay there for the baby, which is due in May. And we will be able to start to come together as it not only, and that also as a family. So there's going to be a lot of emphasis on some of those foundational issues that we need to be looking at. Um, all of us need to have those issues. And, it, and part of that as well for myself is to be able to look at that and assess where each of us needs to get better in, in terms of a family and improve our skills. But that also is going to replicate here on the show. Right now, as you know, I've got cattle up there. I bought a new herd this last uh, few months, re replaced my old herd, which was genetically just kind of a, a hodgepodge of genetic mess. It was a genetic soup, which we had a lot of problem with. If you remember, almost it was about two years ago, and roughly, and in, I didn't know anything about cattle, nothing. And that was one of those things that I had people saying to me, you need to get cattle. And then I listened to God. He said, you need to get cattle. So we have cattle. And now we're in the process of the second round of that, which is an amazing herd that came from Terry Anderson up in Pendleton, Oregon. And as of yesterday, we had four of the 16 calves have been born. So each of the 16 cows were pregnant when I bought them and um, brought them down. And Sunday before I left, two of them dropped. One of them I witnessed the birth of, which was just fantastic. Um, Yes, or on the day of my reversal surgery, which was the 28th, which is Founders Day officially, there was one calf that was born, and yesterday another calf was born. And again, another part of this, too, of this story is the neighbors. And we have great neighbors up there, and one of them, uh, her name is Michelle. She's, uh, she's an amazing neighbor. She has been taking time to go by and check on the cows each day that I've been gone to make sure they're okay. And that's it's kind of the whole process that we're talking about is building community and building strength and especially foundations in our food systems, which are going to be so important in the months and years ahead. Patriots, it's 11 minutes after the hour. Let's pray. Father, we come to you this morning very humbled and blessed that we are here. We just ask that these blessings now as we step into this time and into a, a new way forward here with eyes open, that we really begin to open our hearts and our minds and our, our spirit into the power of what is what needs to be done in the, in the months and, and, and days ahead. Father, we can feel the change and the, the shift and the trembling of change coming at us, and it is tremendous. And we know that there's an hour of urgency upon us that this is a time that not to delay, a time not to put off, but a time to now marinate deeply in the word, to spend time in greater holiness in our lives, to spend time in the fast, to hear you more clearly, and to anchor ourselves very deeply in those places of self-sufficiencies, to prepare to come bring communities and start rebuilding from the strength of kingdom and kingdom strongholds. Father, those pathways, though they may seem from the outside to be excessive by some as this world spins around in its senseless way, people ignoring or even unaware of the, of the war that wages around them. Nonetheless, this is an hour for those that have it in their heart to be called, to step in and to step hard in, 
to, to literally embrace those tools of warfare that you're pouring down upon us, to understand the power of deliverance, to understand the power of deep spiritual healing, to understand the power of healing the sick and the broken, to understand the power of spreading the word in the gospel of Jesus Christ, just to understand the power of deliverance and of truly raising the dead and to do greater works than he. Father, this is the hour. And around us, around the world, the echoes of this continue to surface as we know that what we are truly facing off against is not something normal. This isn't the physical world. This is the spiritual world. And what we see around us is manifesting in the physical. And so the things that we see that are so abhorrent are not those happening in the physical. They are what is beginning in the spiritual. And we must gain the tools, Father, and the techniques, the methods, the skills to be able to assault those strongholds and destroy those fortresses and tear them down with the, with the powers of the, of the tools of the Spirit. The warfare wages in realms that sadly, over the many years of polluting our minds, of polluting our diets, of polluting who we are, we have lost the sight into the Spirit. And so, Father, this prayer today is a prayer of request. As we humbly come before the throne, Father, what we ask of you is for you to show us the way. Show us the way to rid ourselves of the pollution of the mind, to clarify ourselves, to burn ourselves through the fires of refinement, to get rid of the dross and let the silver be purified and allow the silversmiths of heaven to reforge us and to refine us so that our eyes can once again be opened and that we can see clearly into the realms of the spirit where the real war wages. Father, in this day, as we sit here in prayer, let our prayers be heard in heaven that we are humbly placing ourselves before the throne. We are humbly placing ourselves before the throne to be refined, to have all of those burdens of our life put before us, to take accountability, to repent, and to transform ourselves into a new way, a new being, a new part, and reformed and refreshed part of the body of Christ. Let us go far beyond just the acceptance of Christ. Let us be refined now to the purity in which we need in this hour to be part of the army of the kingdom, to be part of your army, Father the army to wage war against the satanic and evil cults and, and powers that are principalities that are taking control over this earth. This is the call upon my heart, a call that I place out here for anyone willing to accept, to raise their hands, to look up, up and say, Father, praise you, praise you, thank you, and amen, yes, send me. And in those words, as we say, we step into something greater, Father, understanding that there is a greater responsibility for the walk that we have, for where much is given, much is asked, and we accept that path. For this is the hour where the many that, that are out here wandering in the darkness will be rescued by the few that will never be known. Their names will never be spoken, for we are walking in the place that few understand, that few even dare to go, yet we will go there. We will go there, Father, because that is what our heart calls, to serve you, to serve the kingdom, to serve all that you ask of us, and to serve our Lord Jesus Christ. Father, allow the Holy Spirit to flow into us, to flow through us, to fill us, to empower us, to give our eyes eyes to see and ears to hear, ears to hear you and your voice, ears to hear the voice of Jesus, and ears to be able to receive that which is given to us through the Holy Spirit. Father, allow this time that we are in now to truly be that which is greater greater than us and greater than we ever imagined, to allow us to walk into a place where we can wage that warfare. We can learn to wage the tools of warfare given to us by the Spirit, the power of, of deliverance and the power of healing. 
not just healing in the spirit, but healing in the physical, where truly, Father, the blessed tools of the, of the power can be such that we can place our hands upon others and through our prayers and through our worship of you, you can provide instant healing using us as the vehicle to get there. These are the miracles, Father, of the living God which we worship, you, Father. These are the miracles which wake people from the darkness in which they walk. These are the miracles which tear down the strongholds of their minds. These are the, these are the miracles that we ask for to be able to shake them from the sleeping darkness to awaken and to put their eyes back on you humbled and receiving that power and glory of heaven. For this is not a, a fight against the flesh, for this is a fight against the, the demonic powers of the of principalities well beyond our control. For we, we covet the flesh and we destroy the demonic and the spirit that are driving the flesh. For those are the enemies of the people. And so the, again, Father, this war is waging in a realm as few understand. And we embrace that fight. We step into that gap and we say, yes, Father, send me, send me. So Father God, in this hour of time, when so much is coming undone in this world, let us be comforted in our heart to know that we are the fight that will bring the kingdom to earth, that we have been given victory on the cross and it is now ours to bring victory into the world, that this is a time of true warfare, warfare of the greatest order. This is the warfare of the spirit where true battles are won, true battles are, are fought every single day and we're doing so in the power of prayer, mighty prayer that it only speaks from the books of, from the book and from the stories of legend. And yet we are in that time of new legends. So Father, bless us in this hour. Let the, let the knowledge needed pour down upon us and fill our hearts. Let the knowledge and within us be activated so that we know truly where we need to stand. And it begins always, Father, on our knees. It begins in the book and in the word. It begins in listening to what you speak to us in time and quiet meditation and prayer. And it begins letting the word now speak into our heart and to open up those things which have been before us that are now so evident, the tools, the techniques, the methods, all that we need to wage warfare successfully to defeat this evil and vile enemy and cast it out from the realms of earth. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. So, we are dealing with an unprecedented level of warfare. If you didn't listen to last night's show or either Bards FM or Fishers, please do. In Fishers, it was at the beginning, at Bards FM, it was at the end, but there was a, an amazing testimony that goes on about what is going on in these elite circles and the satanic cults. It's not that you may not know this, but when you start to hear it brought together in concise ways and the people that are telling the stories are telling us, as I've been saying, as we've been hearing, the only way to fight this fight is to understand the tools of warfare. Those tools of warfare are deliverance. Those tools of warfare are healing. Those tools of warfare are prayer, but it begins in our lives, holiness in our daily life. That means spending time each day in the word. That's spending time each day in prayer. That means fasting. That means being more holy in our lives, being conscious of what we eat, being conscious of how we live, being intentional about our words. We are living with the power of life and death with what we speak. So let us be cognizant of that. There's no time for pettiness. There's no time for carelessness. If your heart is broken and you are wounded because you can't seem to find a holiness within our Father, and everything you're trying to seek is of, of a satisfaction in the flesh, seek help for deliverance. This is why we're here. 
But you need to start understanding yourself and being courageous enough to look at yourself in the mirror and saying, Father, I am broken here. How do I get fixed? This last week, walking in and having a reversal surgery done on Tuesday was part of me coming to Father and say, I did a wrong. I did it 21 years ago, and I repent, but I also must fix that which I can fix. And he guided me to do just what I did. This is the sort of effort all of us need to be making to him to seek his advice, to seek where he goes, and to where he tells us to fix things we must fix. When we have to bring things before the throne, bring them. If it's a difficult pain and you can't get through it by yourself, there's a community of people in Bars Nation and more out even on that are tied to Bars Nation that can be there for you to work through that, to walk you through that. Whether it's deliverance, which is the, the spiritual and demonic side, or whether it's healing, we have to get deep in ourselves and to heal those wounds. Those are timeline walks to go back over your timeline of life, to find those places where those wounds occur. And to walk that with Jesus, to literally start to heal those wounds and to bring yourself forward, to release those chains and bonds that are holding you back so that the past doesn't become an anchor, but a past becomes a fluid river now flowing into the present and into the future. This is the most important part of this fight right now is that we ourselves become more holy and live more in the holiness of the Lord each day. And that means breathing in everything that we do and breathing out Holy Spirit. That means every single day, focusing deeper into the word and what it means in our lives, hearing the calling that he puts upon our hearts and working with it, not delaying in any way. We cannot delay when something is put on our heart by our Father. That is the urgency of the hour. And it's not that it hasn't been there before, but it is the time in which we now live. And this time in which we now live is profound. The clock is ticking and the enemy is moving and the, the principalities are starting to align. So pray into this. Pray into this hard. We have our weekly prayer session, Sundays, and we do miracle healing every week. That should be confidence enough to know that in a group setting, when we come together where two or three or more are gathered, we can affect massive change globally. We're working on healing. Imagine if we zero in on attacking strongholds or breaking down principalities. It can't happen. This is the sort of warfare that has to be waged. And these are the sorts of things we have to do because what we are doing in the multiple domains is we are taking back territory for kingdom. We are pulling back those territories that were lost and we are reclaiming them in the name of Jesus and our Father. And that's what we do every single day. On Tuesday, Founders Day, when I had the reversal surgery, I will tell you, and we will talk more about this tonight, but I will tell you, that was a day of victory. And though it may seem like an, an event that I went through, that was not about me. That was about me responding to the call of Father. And in so doing, something very big shifted. I can't put my finger on it. I can tell you it did, and it's far more than me. But it's about living and walking in the yes, because we don't understand the power of our actions and how it ripples across the body of Christ. And unfortunately, not only do we understand, we seldom respect that. When we speak a word curse into the world, we're now affecting more than just ourselves and the person receiving it. We're affecting the body of Christ. When we do something like get a vasectomy, we aren't just affecting myself. I was affecting other men. And every man that does that affects other men. 
So we have to start stepping into these places, these powerful places of understanding that as we correct the things we do and we change our way into a deeper holiness, we are strengthening the entire body of Christ. This is an individual walk. We're all connected. And we're all connected to the glory of our, of our Savior, Jesus, and through Jesus to our Father. And so this is us lifting up. This is leveling up. And this is bringing the power of the body of Christ up to, an, up to a more significant level by each of us becoming more holy in our lives. So I encourage you, spend time every day. Set up time. Remember, we are now in a fight, a warfare. Act and pretend. Don't even pretend because there's no pretending. Act and be a soldier in God's army. And that begins with a regiment. Make this commitment today as we head into December, as we head into the weeks ahead. Make this commitment today to say that I will be up at a certain time to do something, meaning read the word, um, pray, worship, but begin your day with holiness and set that clock and do not deviate. Our enemy is doing this. Our enemy is getting up early. It's doing its ritual sacrifices. It's doing its crazy hand languages or whatever else it does. But they're taking this very seriously. And we have to be better and more powerful than them because we are the stewards of this earth. We are the priests and we are, we are the princes that are waiting where the earth is groaning for the awakening of the sons of man. Well, it is that hour and it is this time. And it is time for us to lean in boldly, to stand up mightily, to raise that sort of spirit and to now be able to crush the strongholds and principalities in which these evil operate from. That's where the warfare is. And they know it, and we have fallen asleep from it. And sadly, our churches are some of the greatest violators of this around because they have walked away from the power of healing. They have walked away from the power of miracles. They have walked away from deliverance. They have walked away from the belief that there's even a demonic threat. They've been lulled to sleep, and the first line of defense that was supposed to be there has been wiped out. So that leaves us which is the restoration of the church, which, by the way, of all things, if of all interest, that's the word that God gave me this year for this year's Christmas special. It will be restoring or rebuilding the church, and that is what we are doing, restoring the church on this earth, and it begins in our hearts, it begins in our commitment to holiness, and it, give, it begins with our honesty before the throne to become greater in He, to correct those sins that we've done, to clarify our life and now become those mighty warriors in this hour that God needs. So it's time. Begin with prayer. Read the word. Marinate deeply and listen to his word. If you don't hear God, ask him to speak to you. And be patient and listen. If you are wondering what your calling is, it is there in your heart. Pray in and ask him. This is a communication we're having. This isn't just a sit and wait and that's the problem with what has happened so much in our churches. It has created a sit-and-wait attitude, which we no longer have time for. Years have been wasted that could have been preparing a mighty army. We would never be where we are. But instead, years were wasted giving away power and territory to the dark side, the elements of a satanic ritual and sacrifice and child abuse and blood. And that can no longer be. This is a time and an hour which we will take this back. And the fight will be hard. The fight will be vicious. But we will win. Christ gave us victory on the cross. It is now our turn to bring victory into the kingdom. And God is with us in every step that we move. We have the mightiness. We have the power. We have the breath of God. 
We have the blessings of Jesus, and we have the authorities to be stewards of this earth, to overcome snakes and scorpions, and have all the power of the enemy, to overcome it all. And we have the power and authority to do greater works than he. But we have to be purified in our heart, refined by the fires of heaven, to burn away the dross and separate out the silver, and to be mighty in his eyes once again. So take that time, patriots. Take that time each day, this day forward, to breathe, to pray, to marinate in him, and to now focus and come together as this community to be mightier and greater than we've ever imagined, and to let the Holy Spirit work through us, to teach us the things we need to teach, to teach us also the things we need to learn, and step into those realms now prepared and equipped to conquer an enemy that knows no limits and knows no bounds, but will always bow to our king and the authorities given to those that work under our king, which is us. All right, patriots, have a very blessed day. I'll see you tonight. I'm going to be traveling all day, so there won't be a Bards FM, but there will be a Fishers of Men. It could run a little late tonight. If it does, just be patient, but it will be there tonight. But we'll see you then. Okay, keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil, never relent, always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God always wins. But we are here in this time, in this place for just such a time as this. We are at war. So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Subdue the enemy. Mission forward. Patriots, I will see you this evening for Fishers of Men. Until then or until the next time, God bless and out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made, therefore they can be solved by man, and man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable, and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs, and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who moved forward and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. 
because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion which we bring to this endeavor will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples, it has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. Push. We climb. We never give in. We become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray. We stand. We live by the words in God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath. <laughs> 